Hello, and welcome to Fort Wayne Ballet's Kinetic Conversations. I'm Jim Sparrow. Our guest today is Darren McIntyre, choreographer for Fort Wayne Ballet's upcoming performance of Phantom of the Opera. Originally from Australia, Darren is a graduate of the Australian Ballet School where he was the recipient of the Dom Peggy von Prague Award for Choreography, the Sir Robert Helpman Bursary, and the Young Australian of the Year Arts Award as well as Bronze Medalist at the Society of Dance Awards Australia. Darren was selected to represent Australia at the Prix de Lausanne in Switzerland and invited to represent the USA at the 4th International Ballet Festival of South America in Colombia. Mr. McIntyre's toured extensively throughout the United States, Australia, Asia, Canada, Europe, and South America, performing a wide range of both classical and contemporary works as a freelance artist and with such companies as Louisville Ballet, City Ballet of San Diego, Milwaukee Ballet, Ashkun Ballet Theatre, the Lands Theatre, Detmold in Germany, and the National Ballet of Ireland, as well as the Australian Ballet. This has expanded his repertoire to include title roles in all the traditional repertory ballets and has also seen him featured in works by Anthony Tudor, Christopher Fleming, David Dawson, Edward Leong, George Balanchine, James Sutherland, Jessica Lange, Mark Godden, Michael Fokine, Michael Pink, Nacho Duato, Robert Coran, Salvatore Aiello, Stan Welsh, Stephen Mills, Val Canaparoli, just to name a few. And as a choreographer and repetiteur, he has created and restaged over 25 original, innovative, and traditional repertory works, including acclaimed original full-length ballet productions of The Wizard of Oz and The Phantom of the Opera. Mr. McIntyre has also held the positions of Artistic Director at Montgomery Ballet, Interim Artistic Director at Lake Erie Ballet, and columnist with Dance Train Magazine, Founder, Artistic Director of the Marianne McIntyre Memorial International Ballet Scholarship, and Casting Agent at D Management International Dance Agency. He has also been recognized by the American Guild of Musical Artists, or AGMA, as an artist of extraordinary ability. Darren was recently featured as an original cast member in the world premiere of the new Australian hit production, Banjo, presented by Gotcha Back Productions, written and produced by Tim Madrin, and directed by Nicholas Christo, and he looks forward to touring Australia with the production during 2019. He's also enjoyed performing as a guest principal dancer with Northwest Florida Ballet in Florida, and Southwest Virginia Ballet in Virginia. Mr. McIntyre presently serves as the Ballet Master and Artistic Associate with the Fort Wayne Ballet and travels worldwide as a freelance performer, choreographer, ballet master, and teacher, as well as adjudicator and repetiteur. So with all that said, Darren, you've had a wide career. Welcome to Fort Wayne Ballet's Kinetic Conversations, and we're thrilled to have you today. Thank you so much, Jim. It's nice to be here. So let's talk a little bit about the production first. So you're the choreographer and artistic voice for the upcoming Fort Wayne Ballet production of Phantom of the Opera. What about this story originally spoke to you and became sort of the impetus for creating the ballet? Well, back in 2013, I was working as the artistic director of the Montgomery Ballet in Alabama, and they had asked me to, like, they were going to commission a new work, a world premiere of something that was new and innovative that was a traditional ballet, but it wasn't a traditional story ballet as far as Swan Lake, Nutcracker, Giselle, etc. So they wanted something a little bit more uh, contemporary or innovative. As a child, I was always drawn to The Phantom of the Opera because my mother was a huge fan of Andrew Lloyd Webber. And that story spoke to me. And so when I was asked to choose a ballet that hadn't necessarily been done as a full-length story ballet in my repertoire, that's what I decided I would focus on. And I'm really happy that I did. It came out to be a work that's very dear to me. So... So as we mentioned in your biography, and as you've alluded to as well, this is a restaging. So you've put this ballet together before and put it on stage before. What kinds of opportunities and challenges do you face when you're restaging a work? 
It varies on the production. It also varies on the person that's running the rehearsals, the choreographer, as well as the group of dancers you're working with. The first time I staged Phantom in Montgomery, I really was under such a tight time frame. And so I really feel like the ballet only ever evolved into a skeleton of the production. Although the dancers were outstanding there and I was so happy with what was achieved in the time that we had, there were always moments where I was like, I wish I could have done this or I wish I could have adapted this or I wish I could have explored that further. So what's been wonderful about this particular opportunity with Fort Wayne Ballet is that not only am I now dealing with performing it in a black box theatre instead of on stage, which brings a new element of intimacy to the production, but it's allowing me to go back on that skeleton and actually formulate it and have the time to develop the characters and the storyline a little bit more, which is really turning out that I've had two days of official rehearsal Mm -hmm. since we've started back thus far and the dancers are just putting all their heart and soul into it and I can already see that it's going to be a really strong story. Like the story is going to be told in the way that I had originally had hoped. Not that it wasn't last time, but that we've had time to mould the choreography to be a little bit more intricate and interesting. Well, that leads very nicely into my next question, which is, as you mentioned, this is a story or a concept that people are very familiar with. And as you're looking at that, people may have a very strong opinion about how it's supposed to unfold or how the story is supposed to play out. Is that something you feel you need to stay true to? Or do you see putting elements in that are different or perhaps even a different direction in the story help make it a fresh story? Where do you fall in regards to making those choices? I think it's important that all choreographers explore new ways to tell stories because I think that people will always go away from the performance with their own interpretation anyway, and I think that that's beautiful. So I think if I try to tell someone else's story so strictly and so by the book, it will become a little bit, you know, predictable. Mm -hmm. So I feel my personal approach to when I'm creating a full-length story ballet is to stick to the narrative, but I like to find ways I can focus on a specific element of the story. So in this particular case, I do focus a lot on the love story between Raul and Christine in my production. And I've put a few twists in there. Um, The character of Madame Geary, for example, is a little bit more maternal and she's not so perceived as evil. In fact, she's the one that helps Eric to become the Phantom. And, you know, the other kind of interesting direction I decided to take with this particular production was because I wanted it to be a ballet. It's still set at the Paris Opera. However, we focus on the ballet company. So instead of Christine actually being a singer or, you know, a soprano, She's actually a a corps de ballet member that aspires to be promoted to a principal ballerina. And so the story takes place more so in that context, which does change the elements a little bit. So, for example, Carlotta becomes a diva ballerina. (laughs) Oh, fancy that. And, you know, Christine becomes her replacement. And then Meg actually becomes also Christine's replacement. So it's based on the structure of a ballet company opposed to the opera. And it just takes place in the opera house. And the Phantom still becomes the inspiration behind the music of all the productions that the opera house is setting forth for the season. So I thought that was an interesting little take. So I have stayed true to most dimensions of the story. However, I think it's important for any choreographer to explore their own interpretation so that the audience can then delve into that and also have their own interpretation. 
You've talked a little bit about sort of your concept for the story and maybe some shades of the interpretation of the characters, but choreography is a process of creating, and it's different than some of the other things you might do on a daily basis, whether I'm a composer and writing a piece of music or an author and writing, you're creating. So how do you get into that frame of mind to create in that kind of process? There's two ways that I create. There's many ways that other people create. But for myself, I like to go into a rehearsal prepared. So I go in with a basic idea of content of movement and vocabulary that I want to explore to the given music that fits the the time period and the, the costumes that we're going to have and the lighting and all that kind of stuff. I, I'm very much like I formulate the surrounding scenery in my mind before I start to create the steps. But I am one of those choreographers that I kind of, I don't necessarily consider myself to have a style of like, a. am not a one styled choreographer. So I like to actually walk into the studio and see what I have in front of me as far as a group of dancers and then try to pull out of them their best. Like sometimes you have someone that turns really well. And so I try to find a way I can utilize that in the movement. And then other times, you know, When I'm doing a restaging, that process becomes a little bit more challenging to me because I have a set kind of vocabulary. And so then you're trying to restage it on sometimes a completely different dancer. In this particular case, I feel like because I had such a a rough skeleton in the original production, it's been really nice just to kind of have a basis. And I feel like at the present time, the Fort Wayne Ballet has such a unique group of dancers with such strengths and there's a lot of talent and potential in there. What I love about the group is there's so many of them in there that are natural storytellers. And so I'm finding the process really inspiring, but it's also just turning out to be the same production, but in a much larger scale as far as what my vision originally was. So it's nice to kind of see that evolving, especially because before the production really relied on the sets and the scenery and and all that because it was done in a main theatre. And I feel like the choreography, because the dancers are really invested in it, is really starting to shine. And so I feel like it's standing on its own in the black box. Now, that's not to say... um, that the black box is not going to have the lavish sets and costumes because we have a wonderful lighting designer, Miriam, and she's had some fabulous ideas to create the forests and the things that we need. So I think I'm very lucky because now I have the dance elements and the choreography standing on a very strong basis, but we now have this new approach with the lighting and the environment that we've come up with that I think is going to just bring a really intimate experience to the audience as a whole. So I'm excited. I hope everyone else is. (laughs) Well, and and just to sort of continue down that, you mentioned it's in a black box and before it was in a larger theater and the process in terms of coming up with the concept of the story and the nuance that you're adding in layers to that. One of the other questions I would have is often people, when they see new choreography today, they see it as part of a repertory program. It's usually a smaller piece that may or may not have a libretto or story attached to it. But this is actually a full length with a beginning, middle, and an end. Can you tell us a little bit about having done both of those type of things, the process that maybe you begin with in your mind or that you go through when you're dealing with a full length where you're having to complete a story and has to have a resolution as opposed to something that maybe is not as tied to the story? I think the challenges are just greater. There's a lot more things to consider when you're doing the full length. When you're doing a, it's a triple bill production and you have like 20 minutes to do a full piece, but it's a, it doesn't have to necessarily have the climax in the middle and a strong ending and a strong beginning, if that makes sense. You can get away with it being a variety. There's just many different avenues you can take, but with the story ballet, you have to tie it all together and it has to be cohesive 
in not only that the scenes match up to follow the narrative, but it also has to make sure that the movement vocabulary and the music and the lighting doesn't overshare, like it, it, it has to flow. And so when I do my smaller works, a lot of my, I don't have a style, as I mentioned before, but I definitely feel like all of my works, no matter whether they're more contemporary, whether it's a five minute work or a 20 minute work, always have some kind of a story. And I think that that's just me as an artist. I always liked to tell stories and I always like to have a beginning, middle and an end. So for me, the full lengths are actually my preference because I like the process of having the challenges of, okay, now how did Christine meet the Phantom? Why is she, you know, like I, I like those challenges and then having to, so you make your movement and then you have to tie it together. Other choreographers may disagree with me when I say that, you know, I find the shorter works a little bit less satisfying because they're over before they started. And I don't really get to sometimes go into the story as much as I would like. Whereas with the full lengths, you have a whole hour and a half in this particular case, an hour of 10. You can have multiple stories going on. And to me, that that's that's interesting because that opens the door for the audience to have a variety of experiences and what might appeal to someone else might be boring, and but there might be something else in the production that lifts the experience for them. So I prefer the full lengths. I like to delve into it. I like to get to the story. Well, let's take that just another step in terms of a slightly different angle. Let's step away from Phantom for just a second. As a choreographer, what would you like to do that you haven't done yet? There's lots of things I'd like to do. Um, the two uh, stories that I would like to eventually do, one would be I would love to do my own version of Dracula. Always have. I like drama and it's kind of similar to Phantom, I guess, but I've always wanted to do a Dracula. But I also have always wanted to kind of look towards Scotland and Mary, Queen of Scots. And this has nothing to do with the recent movie that just came out. But I, I've always, re my heritage is a little bit Scottish. And I recently visited Scotland and went to all the museums and things. And I've been looking at ways that I can find a story evolving around that. So I think that those are definitely full-length ballets that I would like to approach. And Romeo and Juliet's another one. I've done divertisements and I've danced the full length myself, but I've never been able to create my own version of that. And I know a lot of people have that, so it's a little bit more difficult to get commissioned to do those, but that's something definitely that I, I love the stories of. That was my favorite role as a dancer, so... Well, pulling it back for just a second to Phantom as we wrap up conversation here, this is part of a Valentine's week and there'll be an opportunity to engage with Fort Wayne Ballet as it celebrates the holiday. We have an immersive Phantom's Ball that we have actually on Valentine's Day where we'll be bringing the Phantom story to life in a different way and people can buy tickets for that. But for the performances on the 15th and 16th, why would you say that the Phantom is one of those can't miss or ideal ways to celebrate uh, not only Valentine's Day, but to spend a Friday or Saturday evening when you have choices to make and you want to go out and, and enjoy? I think the production itself has a lot of lovely moments in it story-wise. There is a bit of drama. There's a lot of comedy. There's Well, there's actually a lot of drama, but there's a lot of comedy as well, and there's a lot of romance. And so I think there's something for everyone in there. But I think the biggest reason why I'd like to see the community come down and see the show is at the present time, Fort Wayne Ballet has such an incredible thing going on and I don't think a lot of people should miss the rest of this season because they've just been to China, they've just toured to Pennsylvania, like there's so many things that have been happening outside. I think it's time, not that the community hasn't been supportive, 
But I think that it's definitely becoming a national thing, that it's becoming nationally renowned. And so I think that people should come down and see what they have at home. You don't need to go far away to Chicago or New York to see a professional ballet company. There's one right here in Fort Wayne. And I think The Phantom of the Opera is a cool story. I don't know, it's a little bit fun and a little bit, you know, I just think that people will will be missing out, not just on this, but also Cinderella. There's so many events upcoming but come and check it out. You know, that it's here. You don't have to go far to see top-notch stuff. So the choreography will be what it is, but I think the company as a group, I'm really pleased with what they're presenting. Darren, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Phantom of the Opera is scheduled to be performed February 15th and 16th at 7 p.m. in the Arts Lab Black Box at the Hour Center. And you can purchase tickets by visiting the Fort Wayne Ballet website or artsticks.org. That's our show, brought to you today by Fort Wayne Ballet and with the support of University of St. Francis. Our guest was Darren McIntyre. My co-producers for this series are John Dawkins and Madison Cafaro. And to learn more about the ballet and hear our podcasts, please visit us at fortwayneballet.org. Until next time, I'm Jim Sparrow, and thanks for listening to Kinetic Conversations with Fort Wayne Ballet.